0: Welcome back everyone, this is Tom Funk, host of Trail Tales. Thanks for joining me again today as we cover my hike across Michigan's Upper Peninsula, which I did back in 1998. Today we are still in the uh, Upper Peninsula, of course, in the Lake Superior State Forest, headed east. the noise country trail and uh, we're going to start somewhere in the state forest where we camped last night and we're going to end up at the reed and green bridge state forest campground where my cousin jeff uh, left his car eleven and a half miles of hiking today grand total 332.6 miles Weather, high of 75, low of 55, there's a little bit of drizzle, it's a little cloudy and foggy since we're along the Lake Superior shoreline, then it becomes partly sunny. Bug factor, well, we're still seeing some of those horse flies and the trail today, everything from beach to sandy roads to paved roads, dirt and gravel roads, and of course, trail. There is a delight in the hearty life of the open. There are no words that can tell of the hidden spirit of the wilderness that can reveal its mystery, its melancholy, and its charm. The nation behaves well if it treats the natural resources as its assets that it must turn over to the next generation, increased and not impaired in value. And that was Theodore Roosevelt. Due to my confidence that it would not rain last night, I left all my gear uncovered. Checking my backpack, my stuff was moist but not wet, and everything inside the stuff sacks were dry, including my clothes and food. By this time, it was around 9 a.m., and we had to dry out the tent and some other equipment before we started walking. Cloudy but slightly windy, we were able to dry our gear enough to get started at quarter after 10.00. The trail it's well marked and leads us forward, but we are thwarted by water covering every square inch of vegetation, which in turn covers us as we walk through the brush. It wasn't long until we abandoned the North Country Trail and headed down to the beach. The sand has become hard as cement. Walking could not be easier. Every step, we sink about an eighth of an inch into the sand, making our walk a comfortable one. The beach is a couple of hundred feet wide, free from deadfall, and it is flat. Of course, all good things must come to an end. The beach started to narrow, and within two miles, it was only 10 to 15 feet wide. And in some places, we would have to scramble over massive piles of deadfall that are squeezed between a churning Lake Superior and Bluffs 50 feet high. Either we become mountain climbers, swimmer, or we scramble across the downed wood. We chose the latter. This constricted band of sand covered in deadfall continued for another mile until we reached the mouth of the Blind Sucker River. The mouth is about 20 feet wide and it's too wide for us to jump across and it's too deep and fast to wade across. So we look back to the west and we do see a North Country Trail marker on a carsonite post at the top of the bluff. There is no reference of where to cross this river on my trail maps. So we walk upstream and we see some logs callously thrown into the water acting as some sort of potential pontoon footbridge for those foolish enough to use it. Well, here we are, we're the fools, and we use our walking sticks, and we cautiously cross the river and safely made it to the other side. We can see in the distance what appears to be pilings from an old dock sprouting out of the water. On the east bluff of the river, we can see another North Country Trail marker on another Carsonite post. Are we going to walk along the trail, or should we just take the beach? I asked Jeff, eager to move on. Muskelung State Park is up ahead and I figure it's in another mile or two, I say. I see some pilings. I think there are some people in the water. Okay, let's walk the beach, says Jeff, leading the way. Within minutes, we notice four pairs of footprints, which must be fresh as of this morning since the rain would have washed them out if we uh, were laid down as if they were laid down last night. Looking closely, it appears two people walk towards the river and then back to the state park, unable to cross the Blind Sucker River. Reaching the pilings and people playing in the water, we run into a couple of adults with a small child clinging to Dad's leg and Mom holding the leash of a black lab. Good morning, is this a state park? I ask, confident I am right this time. Yes, it is. Where are you guys backpacking from? Asks the man. Do the packs give us away? We wonder to ourselves. Again, I let Jeff answer. He started in Ironwood and is headed to St. Ignace, and I started with him in Grand Marais, and I will end today at Reed and Green Bridge. Wow, that's one heck of an adventure, says the wife. Are you just walking the lakeshore, asks the husband. Well, we're hiking the North Country Trail. The trail's actually in the park. But we decided to walk the beach uh, for the time being, I say. Never heard of it, he says, shaking his head. It's a 4,000 mile long trail that runs from New York to North Dakota. I'm walking about 450 miles of it this summer. Part of the trail runs right through the park. Under the boardwalk as you head up to the campground, I say, pointing up the walkway leading to the main part of the park. You two have a safe and successful trip, says the wife. Thanks, we both say, and we climb the wooden staircase and stroll on a boardwalk that goes right over the trail. There is a sign that says North Country Trail on both sides of the footbridge. The trail seems to be in excellent shape here, uh, but it is poorly marked and overgrown um, for a little bit in the park. Um, and uh, it was like this a couple years ago when I visited. Walking into the park, we see a contact area straight ahead and a picnic uh, area with playground to our left. We proceed to the picnic area uh, that has all of one picnic table, which is occupied by a lovely, dovey couple. We improvise. Well, that is what backpacking is all about, isn't it? and we set up lunch at the base of a large sugar maple. It's about noon and still cloudy. The temperature is in the low 70s, and the wind has little effect on us since we are away from the lake. At the contact station, I called and left Don a message. His answer machine used to let me leave a long message, but for some reason it was only letting me leave 30 seconds worth. Uh, calling back did no good either. The machine would just not pick up. So as a back backup, I called and left Dan and Sylvia a message just in case. We eat quickly and we start to walk down H58, which is a paved road. We leave the North Country Trail as it parallels the Lake Superior shore for another 12 miles or so until it takes a sharp turn to the south. Jeff has parked at uh, Red and Green Bridge, and uh, which isn't near the North Country Trail. It's about a mile south of the trail and on the other side of a. Uh, a river, the Two-Hearted. We buy a county map at a grocery store, and uh, it only confirms this information. Anyway, the trail turns south, and I will pick it up back up just east of Pike Lake after I uh, leave uh, Jeff um, tomorrow. Named for the numerous deer in the area. We are now in Deer Park. Having been settled in 1888, I wonder what made them think that there were enough deer to name your settlement after them. Before logging arrived, before 1850, there was little habitat for white-tailed deer up here. Upon clearing away the forest, a rich mosaic of habits with plenty of food types were available, uh, which allowed the deer to drastically increase their numbers. Deer peaked in these areas between 1875 and 1886, when over 100,000 deer a year were shipped out of state by market hunters. This drastic overkill of animals led to a decrease in deer numbers, by by the late 1890s, and the white-tailed deer reached its lowest numbers by 1915. By this time, numerous laws are in effect regulating the take and seasons uh, for deer. And thanks to these rules, we can now enjoy smacking one of our overpopulated deer with our automobiles. This Elfin Corner store has a giant map about 40 feet long, and uh, the UP is on the outside wall. Uh, it's mounted on large pieces of plywood, and it's a compil- compilation of all the county maps for the UP, uh, which have been laminated, and then uh, it looks like they put some sort of epoxy over them, making it uh, yellow in color. I point out my past route to Jeff, tracing along the map, and my future travels. Okay, we need to find Rabbit Patch Road, which will take us to County Road 410, and that leads to Reed and Green Bridge, right? I asked Jeff. He made his way from Grand Marais in the dark, and I hope he remembers the route. Well, it was dark, he says, but I remember traveling on a rotten sandy road until we made it to County Road 407, which, after it bends to the west by the park, turns into H-58. Well, it looks as if our first intersection is Rabbit Patch Road, I say, and we start walking the paved road, H-58. Reaching what appears to be our first intersection, it scarcely would qualify for a driveway, So we skip it, and we reach our next intersection and we turn east. Blocking the road about 100 yards in a gate with a no trespassing sign warns us not to go any further. Okay, now what, he says. We have obviously walked past Rabbit Patch, he says. Consulting the map, there's another road called Fire Lane Road, which is a straight shot to County Road 410. We forge on and find what appears to be a two-track gravel road. This road, however has houses complete with small red numbered signs that are used by the fire departments to find houses. Looks rather straight to me, I say. It looks inhabited and vehicles have been through here, says Jeff. Well, our only other option would have been to walk south another two miles where County 410 actually intersects with 407, but we would be adding on four miles to our journey. So we decided to walk what we think is Fire Lane Road. Within 10 minutes, we knew we made the right choice. This two-track is as straight as an arrow and came to a wide, recently graded sand gravel road. We are on top of a small hill, and we look to the north where the road bends to the east. This is it, proclaimed Jeff, pointing to the bend. I came up this way. The guy from Rainbow Lodge took that small road to the west of the intersection, back to Deer Park. That is Rabbit Patch Road, and I'll bet that very first intersection we came to was it. Well, we're here now. And uh, well, we only added one and a half miles to our trip. I say, figuring, well, what's one and a half miles? The map labels County Road 410 as a good dirt road. Fire Lane Road was a poor dirt road, and I can see why. Two tracks, and, and full of ruts, and large gaping holes where mud and water collected. It is astounding we made it through it on foot. They are such some bad condition. This road wasn't graded a couple days ago. It's much better shape now, he says, as we walk along, making the bend in the road to the east. Looking west, I could see Rabbit Patch Road. No way would I ever go down this in my car. We reach the campground where his Mercury Cougar is parked on the side of the road, perched above the legendary 200 River that Hemingway wrote about. Well, it's not the river he fished. I think we all know this. Um, but he actually fished the Fox River. But he wrote about the two-hearted. Um, this campground only has four campsites. Lucky for us, there was one available. We set up camp, collected firewood, and uh, we even ran into town so I could visit an ATM to buy beer junk food and have money uh, to last me until Tequamanon Falls. Most importantly, I wanted a paper to see what was happening in the world. Jeff cooks up a wonderful mule deer steak, and I provide the rice and pasta for a satisfying dinner. Alright, so there you go. Getting closer to Chaquamanon Falls State Park out in the uh, Lake Superior State Forest. And uh, we will continue this hike again on our next episode as I now am actually turning south towards the Mackinac Bridge. I've been heading mostly in an easterly direction but now it's going to be mostly a southerly direction. So the end is in sight and I thank you for joining me And uh, we'll see you again. Thanks again.